0: to get to the the actual disconnect here, I think um men have on our side at least I think men have just gone to the point like our only comeback is to say, you know can you cook or clean um and not saying you know a lot a lot of women can't, but um I don't think it's just as as promoted as much um I don't go into places saying, can you cook or clean but the money standard for men at least has only increased. Um, like we was talking earlier with social media, if you're not buying her a Birkin, or if you're not paying her rent, if you're not paying for the full date, um, it, it's like, a, it's, a, it's kind of that standard. So I think that's where the dis- disconnect come from. Cause I definitely hear what you guys are saying um, as far as can you cook or clean? Um, I think that I just, think it's, you know, men, kind of saying okay if you want me to be a provider and protector you know the old school way are you going to be cooking and cleaning the old school way so i think that's where that kind of comes from
1: and if it's that way honestly
0: nobody yeah, yeah sure. i was just going to say cuz honestly way. who who's really for real cooking right now like who really throwing down okay you uh you know a, a few so yada and 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 ariel is for real cooking like for real chefing up <laughs> that's that's about it other than that, I can cook myself. I can I can clean myself as well. And and uh, Jamil brought that up in the uh, last podcast. You know, I can cook and clean myself, so I don't need that. It's gonna be extra on top of that. What I'm you know not essentially I'm expecting uh, on what I want. But it's not going to be you cooking or cleaning because I'm not, I can do that. If, you know, if we need to eat, you, know, you want some pizza tonight? I'll go pick up some pizza. Or I'm going to throw in <laughs> some baked chicken and some rice and broccoli in, in the microwave, in the oven, and we're going to get it cracking <laughs> like that. I ain't expecting you to do all that, especially you know if, if you're working. And I think that's, that's what we need to start talking about instead of what we're all expecting from the other side, is how we can work with the other side, what the other side is bringing. You know what I'm saying, like instead of focusing on, oh well, if you don't got this, you know if you can't uh if you can't cook or you can't fix my tire, then why why are you asking for this, or how about oh, I can cook, and yo your, your dad or your your uncle know how to fix cars. And now we can work something out like that way, you know, figure out solutions instead of pointing out problems on the other side. So that's more what I'm trying to lean towards and what I'm trying to focus on more now because I get tired of the battle, especially seeing on social media, folks asking folks to clean, folks asking folks to buy them Birkins. It's like... Can we get with the times now? Ain't none of us cooking and cleaning for real, and ain't none of us for like the majority of us aren't buying people Birkins. Like,
2: right.
0: let's talk about real solutions, cause we're real people. <laughs> let's talk about real stuff. Let's let's be honest. That's what I got on it. That's my two cents. Oh
3: yeah, J- Jamil, you got something to say?
4: Not this time, bro. Y'all good. Y'all good. <laughs> I was gonna
3: say I had I had a point. I'm My fault if I
0: cut you off, y'all the two. Oh, part. you
3: straight, you straight. I'm trying to think. It was something you said earlier. I, I guess kinda like even like gender roles and stuff too. Like Sam brought it up and Kevin Samuels right, he says this a lot too. But it's like if it's gonna be like a traditional way, like if you want the men to do all that, then like I feel like a lot of women have a problem with it being like the traditional way, but they're asking for a traditional man. You know what I'm saying? So like I don't know. It's, it's just like, I don't know. Like I said, I guess like communication and just understanding, I guess is a big problem. Cause like, if you want like men pay for everything, like protect, provide, like if we're going to do those gender roles. Then it's like the women have responsibilities too, but it's like sometimes it's like the man is doing this, this and that. And then like, when it comes to like a woman's responsibility, just from like experience or what I've heard, it's like, it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it it's like, it's like they want a traditional man, but it's like, they don't want to be a traditional woman. You know what I'm saying? So what, what do y'all think of that?
1: I think it's honestly the choice of women that you're choosing because it's like, honestly, in my head set, I wouldn't say I would be traditional because I would still provide financially as well. Um, but in my head more so like, Oh, if you cover the mortgage, I'll cover like, you know, if the house needs, groceries, util- like toiletries and laundry and like little stuff around the house because that adds up as well. Um, like that type of things. But I feel like nowadays men are so obsessed with the stripper fantasy that of course you're not going to get a traditional woman out of a, stri- Not let me not say that, but most of the time that the women that men chase, they're not going to get the traditional woman out of them. Of course not. But it's women out here that still have those values that want that. That's actually looking for that agreement because uh, that's why I want to get married. I want somebody I could trust to go half on everything with, pretty much to make life easier. And you know, it's it's women that still want that.
0: I think I think you brought up a good point though. As far as half, like I agree with that to a certain extent. You know, marriage is kind of when we start getting where people are paying one hundred percent of something, or you know, per, you know, paying for most of that. That's that's my view. If we're just, you know, boyfriend girlfriend, whatever, you know, nothing, no ring on no fingers, then we can we can be half right now because we both chilling. But also too, we gotta think about you know our other question that we ask, like how we seen other relationships. We seen a broken family. From our parents' relationships, a lot of times, or our grandparents' relationships, so nobody's trying to be fully invested. And you know, sometimes mama had to pe- play both roles growing up. So you see your mom providing for the whole house, cooking and cleaning for the house. You know, and you know, one person sees that. You know, you know, I'm I'm not gonna speak for how women viewed that growing up, or for at least for 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 me growing up, I seen it as you know my mom taking care of everything. You know, she take taking care of she going to work working hard all that extra stuff you know i come back from school i got a got a meal the the, the house looking somewhat clean of course we we clean up too but then me thinking of like a partner me i'm trying to not see my partner doing all that i'm not trying to see my partner having to get off work um cooking and cleaning uh if i'm part of that too if i'm if i did half of that i'm i'm i wouldn't expect that so I think that's another aspect, too. So I, I like that we asked that question at the beginning, because I think that plays a factor as well on what each side okay. is expecting. Nobody has seen, not nobody, but a lot of us haven't seen anybody pay 100% of everything or actually played those gender roles for real. So asking for that just seems crazy to me.
2: Yeah, and I think to back um, to piggyback off of that, too, like, you know, when we talk about gender roles, like, in traditional roles, like, we have to you know, understand that you can't really think in those strict terms in today's world. Like, I grew up seeing, you know, my mom, she was making more money than my father and cooking and cleaning, basically doing everything. She was tired from all that. And she still got divorced, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, and, you know, got left as a single mother, like, well, co-parenting with my dad. So it's like growing up, seeing that her doing everything, it's like, well, okay, so she's already, you know, making the money, she's cooking and cleaning, it's like, well, then what more could she have done? Obviously, like, you know, there's other aspects that goes into a marriage that is beyond, you know, gender roles and all of that, there's, you know, emotional support and all of that, too, that is important that goes along with that, but I think that, yeah, it's important to, you know, look beyond those roles sometimes and, you know, understand that at the end of the day, it's whatever works with like that relationship. And you can't just say that, Oh, just because one person, you know, is doing this or that or X, Y, Z, like that, you know, the relationship is supposed to be a certain way. Like I think, but it's a good point that you brought up. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Appreciate that. Now you want to, if anybody else want to go, go ahead. And I think we can get to the next question if we got some.
3: Yeah, Jamil, you got
4: anything to say? Last thing I want to say on that point, man. I think when it comes to kind of adapting to what, you, what you're doing in relationships, you could take certain things from tradition, and they definitely are useful. But the traditional way, um, in a dogmatic sense, meaning you just do whatever, you do it that way no matter what the situation is, I think that's a problem. You have to do what works, and that brings ease to yourself and your partner. Because there's no there's no point in you know burning out one person just just in the for the sake of doing it the traditional way, you know what I'm saying? Like or just, just because this is the culture, then that's the way it should be done. And that, that's what they call the fallacy of tradition. Like just because it's tradition doesn't mean you have to stick with it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. we're intelligent enough to do it what or to what's what's easier for each person, then y'all live in a peaceful, a more peaceful way in that way rather than sticking to the dogma. I like that yeah, you that up. Yeah,
3: for sure. Like cuz even in like um like today is setting, like it's a lot easier to have like a family with two different incomes, you know what I'm saying stuff like that and Maybe the man not paying for everything, right? And as far as cooking and cleaning, like, I don't mind doing some of that either. You know what I'm saying? I I feel like that's just a responsible thing to do. Like, I'm not going to just leave a mess and just because I'm the man, you got to clean it up. Like, you know, that's not fair, right? You feel me? But yeah, it's just definitely like things like that definitely, you know, got to change, especially when it comes to like, I don't know, like it's just work and income. And maybe she don't got work full time, I guess. But it's just, you know, it's a lot easier. Like, like, do you want your kids to have things? You know what I'm saying? Or do you just want to be traditional? and just struggle off one income, you know? So there's definitely some adaptions that we can make. Thanks.
4: Right. Yeah.
0: Why do you want to get to the next question?
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Where, where, where are we at? Where are we at? Oh, okay. Um, why are women comfortable with being single in today's time?
4: Oh,
1: man. I'm comfortable because... I could do bad all by myself.
0: Uh Uh, (laughs) Uh-oh. Say that again.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Look at Remy. Look at Remy. Remy like, oh, Lord.
1: (laughs) And I'm sorry. That is the bitter, angry woman in me. Um, Just because I have been in relationships where I thought like, oh, well, if I give my all, then this will turn out like, like how I want in the end like this would be it will be married and stuff like that and then just time after time again just me choosing the wrong men and them showing me that they're just selfish has caused me to be a little bitter um to the point where I might have a little resentment but I'm like trying to grow and like not let that like have full effect over me but at the moment I'm just like look The guys nowadays aren't even like men for real. They're still boys. So it's like, I'm not missing out on anything. Not at the moment.
2: For me, (laughs) I would say I'd rather be single than look stupid. And I feel like, I don't know, cheating has become so normalized and just... I mean, I am speaking from hurt, obviously, like, <laughs> an experience, Um, you know, like, where I felt like I did have something real, finally, and then just to find out, you know, I, I thought we were boyfriend and girlfriend, you had a whole girl on me, and, you know, situations like that, like, it does make you a bit more bitter and, like, feel like, okay, well, is this, like, the norm now? Is this, like even the good guys, this is what they're doing now, like, I don't know, like, I feel like women are, feel comfortable being single because, you know, you, you're not putting up with that necessarily, like, you can have a bit more control of the situation in term. like, yeah, and it just all goes down to trust, because a lot of the times, I feel like, with women who choose to be single, they are because they choose to be because they don't necessarily feel like they're gaining more out of being in a relationship. At least that's what I think. Like, I feel like uh, I'm single because I feel like that's just where I am right now. I don't feel like I necessarily need a relationship at the moment, but that probably would change the closer I get to wanting to have children and, you know, start a family and that type of thing.
3: So, okay,
0: I was gonna say on the flip side, uh, Yada and Jamil, if we want to speak on you know, kind of how we feel if men feel comfortable currently being single. Um, also pushing, you know, we know the manosphere pushes having rotations. Um, and also, yeah. so you hear it, you
1: hear it, you hear it. <laughs> but I'm
0: just saying, the, 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 ro- the, the, the rotations, I know that's a, that's a big thing, at least with men. Um, or also being also two for men, this is another thing that's being pushed, um, is being the simp. So, you know, actually catering to a girl and, um, kind of, kind of, uh, going all out for the girl and, and putting your heart and investing time and effort into her, you know, on the other flip side of that, you know, we got other men in our community calling people simps if you do that you know, and it's certain certain characteristics that take men away from wanting to be in relationships. So I don't know if, uh, Kenyatta or Jamil, if y'all want to talk about that as well on why some men, I know I kind of touched on it, on why some men prefer to be single.
3: Yeah, I guess, I mean, this isn't like for myself, but like, I mean, we kind of just been talking about this all throughout, I guess, kind of like the baby mama, baby daddy culture. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like we see a lot of that and, some of us just feel comfortable, like, okay, that's how it's supposed to be, you know what I'm saying, like, and this isn't for everybody, but I know, like, I didn't really see a good, like, family structure, you feel me, so a lot of people have that in mind, but, like, personally, um, I mean, kind of like Will said before, like, when I'm, I guess, how do I say this, like, I, I gotta make sure it's the right one, you know what I'm saying, like, like like she said, I don't want to just rush into something and then maybe look stupid, because there are some things I didn't look into, or, you know what I'm saying, but. I definitely, at the end of the day, I understand that I feel like black men need black women, and I definitely want to have, like, a family. You feel me? Just whenever that's right and whenever I find the right person. What about you, Jim.
4: Definitely what Sam's Sam talking about, especially if you're looking in the menosphere or that RP content, things like that, like men's self-help in that way. They do push that sort of thing. So, like, one thing you got to not do if there's young men watching this, is they call it don't overdose, you know, on that content or get too to the point where you you bitter and stuff toward women, because it can get to that point. You go from one extreme to the other. I would say, um, for me, man, look, we young men, we building, investing in things like that. Like y'all have said, man, you don't want to um, make the mistake, and, and you know, you making an investment in the whole person. And they ain't the right one. So like, a lot of men out here, the reason that content exists is because we had experiences where, you know, you invest emotionally, financially, everything into a woman. And then I'm gonna be honest, some women don't know how to handle that. So that's been my experience. Like, not having a dude that's out here dogging you out. They, you know, they accuse you all. It's just like, just, you know, you got trauma and stuff, you know, you projecting that sort of thing. it's like, look, if you got a dude that's, you know, serious, like really trying to, like, you're trying to build a family, right? So that's not necessarily what we on, but it is a lot of dudes out here. And it's hard to, you know, to take that in. But I would say I'm, I'm, I'm chilling because I got things to focus on. When you're in a relationship, your focus kind of change, you know what I'm saying? So it kind of shifts toward that person. So I might as well, you know, kind of build that, build build myself up um until I'm ready to uh take that, take that investment again. You know yeah, now I'll, I'll hey, speak up. Uh, y'all, do you want to go?
3: I was going to say one more thing, right? I kind of wanted to bring this up too, but like, yeah, y'all heard that women are like more mature than men. I'm sure y'all heard that, right? From my experiences, is not been like that at all. I'm sorry, like the 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 out the outbursts. You feel me? The accusing people. Like you supposed to be more mature than me, but you have a temper tantrum. Like, as a, that's another reason why I've kind of just you know stayed out the way. Like I I need to find somebody mature, like emotionally. You feel me? Like I ain't gonna trip on you and spaz out on you. Like you feel me? I, I don't see that as mature, like as an an adult thing to do. But, like I feel like it's been socially accepted for women to just do that. You know what I'm saying? Like like, to cuss out they man, like, that's normal, you feel me, so. Uh, 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 That's uh, that
0: promotion of toxicity on, on, from both sides, from on social media, that, that being toxic is, is cute, and, you know, being in a toxic relationship is fun, it's, you know it's exciting cuz you don't know what's going to happen next like that's that whole that's the whole thing i don't, I don't got time for it cuz i <laughs> hey i don't, I don't got know. no time for no headache we ain't getting into that over here, ain't trying to get got some money
1: but yeah that's
0: that's what that's what uh that's what social media do but to kind of speak on that too i think sometimes why you know other than small stuff i think a lot of men choose to be single um hurt you know i know a lot of times especially like a few years ago people would be like hey, man, she hurt you when you were 16. You need to get over that. Like, some dudes yeah. still be traumatized from they when they when from their first relationships. But then, too, I think another thing is men trying to live up to a standard and trying to build some kind of like what um, Jamel has said, like, especially early on, our 18 through, like, 25, like, we got to build, like, Cause, you know marriage is like right around the corner and you know if you don't got that full-time position or anything like that you don't even feel stable enough to even for real settle down for real with the woman or invest that so i think that's another reason why i was just trying to uh build something because of how society has made it to where you know you have to be on your toes like we talked about at the beginning you gotta if you still in your mama house at 23 what is you doing you're, you're, you're crazy if you can't provide a birkin you're crazy and also, I think that's flip hand on it too for women. You know, women are, uh, of course, education level in education rates is going up. Um, starting their own businesses, doing their own thing. They they ain't got time for a man like that because they trying to build. They trying to get to the bag too. And so I think that's another reason why you know everybody is cool with being single at the moment because you can fall back on. Hey, I'm I'm working on myself and I'm building and I'm waiting for that right person to come around. So. That's how I feel about
1: it. Um, can I say something? Um, yeah. You said that it's normal for guys to not feel comfortable with being in a full relationship. with focusing on their relationship that they don't have everything together. And I actually agree with that because I read this book by Steve Harvey said, act like a lady and think like a man. And he actually pointed that out. And I don't understand because if a woman isn't, like, where she wants to be 100%, she has no problem with, like, building herself fall bent with her man, building them up, but... um it's really not the same I feel like if the guy reaches his goal sooner he starts to look back and judge the woman for not being like where she wants to be at and then that's where the wondering eye comes in where he gets to looking for other women that might be where he like already where he wants her to be at I just want to know why like why is that a thing with guys like how come you guys don't have patience with your significant other and just like, even if it takes her a little bit longer, why is that a problem or like, why do you feel like you have to be at a certain level to be able to love?
0: Uh, Jamil, did you want to go first?
4: Yeah, I definitely, um what I've, you know, heard and, and people, I got friends and, you know, a lot of people in these situations and that'd be, it'd be like, you know, one of my guys and they might not be in the best situation. So, she'll say right off the rip, you know, I'm okay with you not having everything together. But then when they get into it, she throw that in his face. Like, you ain't got nothing together, X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. But, like, yeah. that's not that's not the, the energy oh, he's right. turning to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, he not saying, girl, you ain't got nothing together. Like, the the woman usually the one that, to bring that up. Like, you ain't-ish. No, ain't- my past relationship,
1: my the guy was bringing that up. He was bringing it up for me. He- yeah.
3: i feel like on average and also as a man too like i mean there's just certain things like as far as like the emotional like behavior there's just certain things i feel like i'm just not gonna deal with like i'm not gonna get verbally abused and just you know what i'm saying like some of that's just hard to change but i feel like as a man like we feel like we like you know we feel like we got to support and just provide you feel me so it's almost like dang like like if i don't have something i might feel self-conscious or like kind of like jamil said but we don't have, it's like, okay, that's going to be used against me, you know, and then that creates this whole thing about, damn, so I'm not even going to open up, because <laughs> if I'm working on something, I tell you about it, gonna, you going to throw it in my face, or something, like, so it's it's crazy, but yeah, I definitely feel like there's a lot of pressure of just, like, for men, at least, to just, like, have everything right away, you know what I'm saying? So. Okay, so yeah.
1: you guys, you both just answered that question for me, so to, to make sure I understand you both, you guys feel like you want to wait until you're established because it's pretty much like a safety net from you guys pretty much being judged and criticized by the woman pretty much saying like oh well you don't have this it's kind of like well if i already have it you can't really say anything right is that what it is
3: that's that's part that's of, it, part but of I, it i feel like this like the stigma and kind of like as a man it's like a man gotta provide a man gotta have his own you know what i'm saying you're not a man if you don't have this like you know you hear stuff like that so that's just part of it, but then it's like almost as a man, it's like we kind of feel like okay, we need to have these things so we can before we get into something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like,
0: especially you know. if, if it's kids coming, if it's babies coming, like especially if you don't want them in the same situation, it's like yo, I gotta I gotta make it. And I know women have a clock for wanting kids, but men have a clock for you know being successful and providing and being in a space where we can do that. Because, you know, once you hit 30 and you're not at the place you want to be, now your heart start racing. You know, folks talking to you a little different. When You know, if you don't got a full-time job or you don't got a car, if you don't got it all together, folks start talking to you different. Not only women, but men, too. Men on the other side. You you can't talk to me if you a certain way. And we hear it in the music. You know, the rappers calling each other broke every day. You know, they, they all millionaires <laughs> and they still calling each other broke. So, and that, that trickles down to the, to the regular level. You know, if you making 50 and you see some dude making 80, for one, you know, in our minds at least, women are going to be more attracted to the dude that's making $80,000 or something like that. You know, that's kind of, and not saying that's the only thing that, that causes attraction, but that's kind of another driver. So, being a provider also, where we sit in society and how we're viewed by society is oftentimes by our success so and with that we try to be we try to get there as quick as possible so sometimes you'll hear somebody say oh you know i'm focusing on myself and i'm trying to build something i think that's why we also glorify you know she stayed down with me when i was building but then some people you know get misled from that and they wait and they look around elsewhere because you know they they got to a certain level and they probably got big headed so they looking around but You know, we kind of we hype up that. Oh, she started from with him when they was both eating McDonald's, and look where he's at now. You know what I'm saying? So I think that plays a part as well.
4: Definitely, I want to say this too. Um, That's part of it, you know, having everything together before you. You know, you want to stick to that. But I think what needs to be highlighted in terms of men is like our sense of fulfillment. You know what I'm saying? So as well we got goals and things like that and you know, a certain purpose that brings our fulfillment. So like that creative space, if you want, if you have a business or some sort of venture you want to um, pursue, if you can create that, manifest that and it's flourishing, we get a sense of fulfillment. But if we live in life struggling the whole mm-hmm. time, we're not even going to be in a space to want to say, you know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead mm-hmm. and, and relax on this and go build a family. Like, if, you know, we got certain things we need to do, but, um, First, I think our purpose is is what comes first in our mm-hmm. lives. You know what I'm saying? So that that comes first, and then that's when you start bringing other things on, because you do need a foundation. You need a safe. You need something. Men need to be, and y'all. I don't know if y'all agree with this or disagree, but we we like when we're able to be dependent upon. So if your family needs you, and you can, you know, provide that 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 safety or whatever service to them we feel good when we're able to do that but if, my, if our family needs something we can't provide that. If that you know that take a toll on us on our mental health and our physical health I and mean, that, that adds all, ty- all types of stress and things like that so when it comes to us we got to put our purpose first
3: yeah for sure kind of like I said earlier like I mean Kevin Samuels kind of said some of this too with just being a high value man just somebody that's just like useful you know what I'm saying and yeah like sometimes I do feel bad when it's like Somebody asks for you for help, and as a man, you can't help them, you feel useless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got times, so it's like, dang. But if you have everything, then it's like, okay, I can help somebody. I can you know? So, yeah, that's also definitely a part of it, I think. Um, you can go okay. ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh,
1: okay, so you guys like to feel useful. Um, at one point, do you guys ever notice in like a sense of change, maybe. Like sometimes that for some men it goes to their head and it kinda like build an ego monster where um they just like turn into like a a little mini narcissist, like where they they walk around and they're like, Well, I have this, I have that, I have this, I have that and they kinda like in a way put other people down because they don't have that but they like glorifying themselves to their significant other because they can provide but if they're like in the, at the same time they like also putting other people down like do you guys notice that when they start to behave like that or is it like they wake up one day do the man in the mirror and be like wait you're not the same like can they notice a change when it first happened?
0: Uh, me specifically, I haven't seen, uh, well, I, I surround myself with, you know, people who are definitely humble, um, and kind of have similar backgrounds as me. So I don't necessarily see, um, that, but for me personally, you know, I think, you know, some people do get a big head once they do get to a certain level and that goes for anybody that goes for any gender. Um, once they get to a certain level, people are going to get to a, get a, get a big head. But, um, I think more so it's more sometimes confidence. Um, I do see a change in people with confidence once they do reach a certain height. I know for me, when I graduated um, college, I got a certain level of confidence. When I got a certain job, I got a certain level level of confidence. I didn't get a big head because I know the background I had, but also too, now it's like, yo, I, I defeated some, you know, I overcame a lot of hardships and triumphs. Like I can talk a little, a little different now. I don't have to be as timid. I don't have to keep my head down and and work so hard, even though I am still keeping my head down and work so hard because I still got goals. But I think that's a part of it too. And, um, but as far as people changing their whole attitude and kind of being self centered, I think that just, you know, goes around to different people. That's just, you know, person by person.
3: Yeah, for sure. Like it definitely has like, something to do with that person's attitude previous. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially like, like, I don't know. We talk about this a lot. Like when people get some money, like they change and stuff like that, you know? So it's like, it's like, uh, like money really just like exposes you. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it just makes you 10 times of the person you already were. You feel me? And then I, I don't know if you meant this too, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, did you also mean it too? Like, let's say I'm the husband and I'm providing. Then my wife may have like a different role. But I'm paying for all these things and like did you mean did you mean like also like from like husband to like wife too like
1: Uh, I was honestly low key speaking from past like experience where I would go on a date with my ex and we'll walk in a restaurant and he'll be like oh I'll make the most money in here and it's just like i would like (laughs) i I promise you that's how he would be i would just never heard no
3: shit like that
1: man i would like laugh it off like ha ha, because he like he made good money but it's just like dude calm down like you have no idea you can be sitting next to a billionaire dressed casual calm down like calm down that's why i was like accent because I wonder if guys noticed them, but he didn't all he wasn't always like that like before he graduated college and had that job he wasn't like that at all like he know, like he didn't start because we were together for years and it was like he didn't start walking into the restaurants like I'm the big shot caller in here until like after he like started making serious money so it's just like do guys even notice the change like I noticed the change, but do guys notice the change within themselves? So, yeah, that's where that comes from. But it could be easily, like, oh, well, if the husband is provided... Who... Okay, you guys probably don't watch Love & Hip Hop, but (laughs) Jocelyn has... um, When she was with Stevie, she said, like, sometimes when he would get upset with her, he would take everything he bought for her away, like a punishment. So it's just, like, that's pretty much the same thing. Like, this guy punishing his wife because she did something to set him and now he's like well i bought that laptop give it here i bought this give it here even little dirk had like joked around in a song recently he was like if she's an ungrateful I take her blank off give me them blanks back and it's just like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like
4: that's (laughs) That's exactly why these dudes, as soon as they get on, they do get a big head. But you still gotta be a man at the end of the day. And I think one thing that that grounds a lot of the men that I know is their faith. So I know a lot of solid Christian men. I know a lot of solid Muslim men, or just men in general that just think on a more critical level. And it's it really shows you their concerns and what they're worried about. Like you think if some if if a if you that wealthy and your concerns are something so great. That if she acting up, then you take stuff. She ain't no child, yeah. bro. Like you a grown man, bro. Like you gotta just do better as a as a man. You know what I'm saying? But I think in terms of that arrogance and that big headedness, um, a lot of that gets grounded back when it comes to faith. Um, according to the to the men that I see, so they, I know people that are, you know, multimillionaires, and they walk around like they're normal people, and it's because. They know all of that can be taken away. You're not a bet. You're not better than anybody because you've done those things. The only Mm -hmm. thing that has happened is you've increased your revenue, your money, but did your morals increase? Did your mindset increase? Mm -hmm. Right. Your mindset, your capacity to serve other people. But that's really what it's it's really about. I can
1: agree 100% with that because the guy I'm talking about, actually, he had told me that he didn't believe in God. So that, don't make that face reveal yet you you should have and that was honestly the toughest part about our relationship at that point he told me i wanted to break up with him i had to like talk to my pastor about it he just said like you know God's not going to view him any differently and stuff like that like so that's why i stayed but that really should have been the first red flag because like you said like when guys have like strong faith they are more humble this guy didn't have any faith so maybe that's why he wasn't humble right and i
2: feel like going back to our conversation earlier about how social media does definitely affect a lot of this like it definitely affects people's you know attachments and materialistic things you know songs about Birkins or bags, money, et cetera, like stuff like that, um, you know, it definitely affects people's perspective on things and also, you know, seeing how, oh, I'm up now. Let me go and stunt on everyone else. Let me go and flex on everyone else. Like, you know, I feel like that type of stuff definitely is promoted in a lot of music and stuff. And it, um, you know, if people aren't grounded in their own type of faith or spirituality or whatever, it easily gets to their head and it easily can make them, you know, change as a person. Because at the end of the day, they're not really concerned about their significant other and things. They're just concerned with their image and how they're portrayed. That's
0: fair. That's Y'all that's I ain't know if we had any more questions or not. or. You ready to wrap this thing up? I don't want to hold them on too long.
3: <laughs> on to I mean, we, we, we got a couple more. Are y'all right with that?
1: Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay, cool. cool.
3: I, I guess this kind of goes in. I'm going to do this one out. Order. This kind of goes into what we was talking about. But I guess I have a question for y'all. Uh Does toxic masculinity exist?
1: Yes, and, for sure. And does
3: does toxic femininity exist? Yes. Uh, okay. You, you want
1: to elaborate on it? um toxic masculinity is my ex for sure <laughs> for sure didn't realize that until afterwards and just like thinking back on little things like I'm telling you I'm not even the type to just bash this guy we will be out to dinner that he's paying for it. he'll tell me like I'm enjoying my food and you're gonna get fat I mean, dang! If you want me to just waste your money, just say that. I won't have to eat it. But uh, even uh, toxic feminine, like for women um, expecting a guy. Well, if he's going to talk to me, he's going to text me. He has to pay my bills and stuff like that. Like, lady, chill. If if them bills, if you can't pay your bills, just say that. Don't put that on this guy.
0: Don't put that. On bills you. is getting paid before afford- he was there.
2: <laughs>
1: just say that.
2: <laughs>
0: understandable Man.
2: yeah i mean i feel like yeah i do see it on both sides i feel like you know toxic masculinity has been like an issue from just from when stereotypes were first created and like you know the standard of you know men providing and stuff like that but then that can be taken too far you know and then uh you know Perpetuating it towards other men and like you know, like calling each other simp's for things that you know are not actually being a simp. Like just caring for your woman, that doesn't make you a simp, you know. But then I, I to think, Jet
0: right quick. I just yeah, wanted to put this. I didn't mean to cut you off. But no. I found out that simp and pick me are essentially the same.
2: I was just about to bring. Up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I was gonna bring that up like way earlier, but I didn't have like a time to put it in. But yeah. Yeah.
2: No, cause that's what I was gonna bring up when you mentioned toxic femininity. I feel like you can bring up pick me's with that. That's what I think would be, I would consider as toxic femininity because, you know, certain women bashing other women for they're like, oh well, you know, I I cook and clean. I I um I don't care if my man you know does X Y and Z. I'm a I'm gonna be there for him. I'm gonna be da 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 like. Oh, if you don't do that, you'll never find a man like or, you know, if there'll be a tweet or something saying like, "Oh, women these days, you know, don't know how to do XYZ." Oh, I do. Oh, I da, da 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 like or, you know, women bashing women for leaving abusive, you know, situations or and stuff like that. Like I feel like on that hand it's toxic femininity because like pick me so to speak. They will do anything for to seek the attention of a man, even if it includes bashing other women or you know, labeling other women, um, to try and look better to be picked, so to speak. Like, that's what yeah. I think about that.
3: Okay, uh, what, what are y'all thoughts on that, All right? Sam Lee Jamil,
4: Sam.
0: I didn't go first. Uh, I guess I would, I would agree. I I feel like, you know, both sides have it. Um, You know, as far, we talked about it last week um, about the toxic part of toxic masculinity or the toxic part of toxic femininity femininity um, and kind of that toxic part kind of needs to be broken down and, broken off and yada you did a great job of kind of splitting those two up and just essentially breaking it down to are you a good person or are you a bad person like what are you perpetuating like not putting a label as far as um some of the some of the roles that we're expected to have um and some things like i said last week some things are shoved into certain shapes that aren't supposed to so you can be labeled toxic Uh, Some toxic masculinity could be labeled something from a woman's perspective, but on a man's perspective, not essentially, you know, bashing women as far as toxic uh, masculinity, but some things like how black men raise their child or how men raise their child. um, Some of those things are being labeled as toxic masculinity, like if he's talking too stern to somebody. um, Just certain things, I think we throw the word toxic around too much. And like Jamil said, it became a buzzword um for us to kind of just label people and everybody everybody gonna be like oh you toxic and then even people label themselves like, oh i got this This is my toxic trait that i got um if i got this toxic trait you know i I gotta deal you gotta deal with it or whatever you know i got a toxic trait of you know texting my exes or i got a toxic trait of snapping at at my at my boyfriend even if he's doing good just starting a random argument because i got bored you know, just so, just stuff like that, 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 is, that, that, that's what kills me. Like how toxic is just thrown around uh, in a way for people just to say that person is doing bad. And I think giving them that toxic word is, is a buzzword. So it's become trendy. So people just saying it to say it, but yeah, I think it just boils down to if you're a good person or if you're a bad person, essentially.
4: When it comes to toxic femininity, I think it it, it affects society in a way where it affects people's thinking. So when it comes to certain buzzwords, um people typically they stop thinking about what a person is saying rather than is that a buzzword should I be offended? Let me go ahead and be offended, you know what I'm saying? So our society itself is super 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 sensitive. Meaning you can't even have a lot of critical discourse especially I think I brought this up last time, but on Twitter, there's no critical discourse on Twitter at all. It is literally just straight, ignorant, whatever. And they feed into it all the time. They don't care about what's logical. They have you for being logical on that. So, <laughs> so, like, that, like, when you respond to things in a feminine, not woman way, but in a feminine way, um, meaning you have your, I don't want to say,
1: Compassion, like so you it's, sympathize?
4: It's kind of when you lead your thinking with emotion rather than logical thinking or linear thinking. So I feel like a situation is this, therefore it must be rather, is that reality? So that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people in our society, they just feel like things are reality when they may not necessarily be reality. That's where I think the toxic component when it comes to femininity and that comes from men and women these days because a lot of us take on those uh ways of thinking it's uh not in a linear in a critical manner
3: yeah like i i guess like i I broke this down in the last episode but i mean people say things like especially like toxic masculinity that's kind of in the spotlight in my opinion is like i don't think masculinity or femininity is toxic right if i'm being toxic if I was going to ask you a masculine traits, would you say being toxic is one of them? No. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And neither is being feminine. That's not toxic at all. Right. So I feel like when people put them together and especially like toxic masculinity, like that was created by like two gay white men. <laughs> if you, if you go back to like who coined that term, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of it's been like just the badge black men. So like, I feel like we need to redefine how we say things. Cause there's nothing wrong with being masculine or feminine. I think they're both needed. Coming.
4: balance. Yeah, I think that's more profound than what people realize, low key. Yeah, separating the two, like, is if it's not, if it's not in a healthy manner, especially masculinity or femininity, if it's not done in a healthy manner, then it's not even masculine. Well, it's not even yeah, feminine. Right? Those two are, you know, they're interchangeable, and you need one. they like, I guess you call it transmutable. You can take one and it transmutes into the other. But the toxic component kind of dispels it away from being masculine or feminine. Mm-hmm. So as a man, if you're using masculine energy to be toxic, that's not the masculine component. You're just being a toxic individual mm-hmm. and vice versa with femininity.
3: No, honey, you're just being manipulative and abusive. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like one one big thing is like, okay, like the whole like don't cry thing, right? You know, men don't cry it would be like, that's toxic masculinity. No, that's just being abusive is <laughs> really what it is. You know, so I feel like some things we define as toxic masculinity, we're not properly defining it. It can be broke down into something very more specific. And that's just being abusive or manipulative or, you know Un- what I mean? Emotionally that,
0: unavailable.
3: Uh, yeah, it has nothing All to do with masculinity. Things. You know, that's, yeah. that's not masculine. That's outside of the realm of masculinity. You're not being a masculine man then. <laughs> you know what i'm saying you being a toxic man you know,
1: so. exactly i wish that they would get rid of that stereotype that men don't cry like uh they're humans as well how come they don't cry if they have emotions i don't understand that i feel like that's probably why so many men are emotionally unattached because they feel like they have to be because they're ashamed for showing emotions which is toxic it's not even toxic masculinity like you said it's just toxic but uh, it's, 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 it, I feel it's
3: stupid. <laughs> you know? All right, we got, we got one more question, right? And then we'll close it out. So is feminism good for the Black family structure?
1: Yes. And if we're talking about what you did, piggyback on what you just said, removing the word toxic and just thinking about what it is to be feminine, then yes because um, I'm so grateful for everything that my grandma taught me I feel like she made me a a one-of-a-kind type of lady where um, I pretty much follow simple rules that she gave me that actually when I walk into different places they'd be like well I can tell you're not from around here really because I'm just doing what my grandma told me <laughs> so yes I definitely definitely think it's essential for um, the black household just because it's It just could give gems that could last a long lifetime as far as simple as, hey, pronounce your words like how they're spelled. Sounds silly and simple, but in an interview when people, that person who's interviewing you and hiring you, he hears you and he's like, oh, you know what? You know what? I could probably trust this person to host a, a meeting. I could trust this person to do this, this, that for me why not they could answer some of my important phone calls why not and it took your grandma it took your mom to tell you stop saying there and say there stop saying her and say here stop saying uh huh cause and say because or like just it takes that you might think like wow they're being so uptight but in the long run you'll be like wow i'm so grateful like honestly my grandma tried to tell me i'm 10 years old she told me to study the dictionary i thought she was crazy i wish i would get that all right I, i
3: i think you meant like okay i think you meant more like femininity but like I was more like talking about like the feminist movement, like feminism.
2: Oh. Yeah. But that oh,
3: hey, those are actually some good points you brought up those too. Those are like I, good points. I, I didn't even really, yeah, those, those was good. But yeah, like the, the feminism, right? This feminist movement we see. Oh,
1: you know? okay, okay. Is, Wait, is
2: could that, you ask, that, elaborate, please? Like, could you just start repeating
3: the question? Yeah, like is, is feminism good for the black family structure? We can just say, you know, just the black community, right? Is, is feminism good for us? Is it something that we should participate in? Or, I mean, or two also should we
0: movement. be hold, should should it be held on as strong as it has, if that makes I, sense? Or you can answer the first part of that yeah. question if that didn't make sense as well. Yeah,
2: I mean, to me, like to my uh, understanding, like the meaning of feminism is the equality of both of the sexes, and I feel like a lot of the movement, you know, the feminist movement, like you know black women were a part of obviously white women kind of took most of the um you know credit for it but um and i feel like a lot of the movement originally was you know allowing women to you know get educated equal rights in the workplace and you know being able to um you know move up move up in like different you know, work ladders and stuff like that. I feel like that has benefited our community because you have seen black women be, like we said, you know, get more educated, start businesses and all of that. And I feel like that has definitely helped the black family structure. I don't really see how it has um, not helped it, but um, I feel like at the same time, like going back to what Ariel said, um, you know, at the same time, there has to be like that balance. And I feel like, um, I feel like there has been a lot, like mostly positive impacts for me. I feel like, yeah, like um, the black family structure has definitely, um, like women have definitely helped that out by like getting educated, like and like coming up and yeah, that
1: so to speak. So, to pretty back on what her, what her answer was, I do feel like um, feminism has helped the family structure uh, pretty much for those same reasons, like, because we are able to do more, we're able to give more now, because um, we both, both men and women can make the same amount of money, potentially that just gives the child a better, like lifestyle, give them more opportunities. So, yeah. Right.
3: Uh, Jamil, you want
4: to go next? Yeah, I think uh, you could definitely recognize a lot of the the benefits in terms of developing an independent mindset and like a less dependent, like, oh, I need a person in order to prosper. Um, I think it's good because I think about my sisters or if I had a daughter and things like that, if she would go around thinking that she would need another person in order to prosper. I would be like, come on, baby girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I would I raise in a different manner. But um, I think along with feminism has come such a criticism of men to where there's like, um, I don't know if a lot of w- women in our community recognize it, but it's a lot of, uh am trying to think of the word, um, not bitterness, but it's, a, it's like a negative view when it comes to black men in leadership. Resentment, maybe? Resentment? Kind of similar to resentment. Um, I'm gonna think of the word later, but you could think of yeah, think about resentment, but they resist black male leadership, but they accept white male leadership. But feminism was originally uh combating white patriarchy, because black men did not, you know, we didn't rule at any of recent history. White men did. So they were fighting white patriarchy. But if you had a black man in a household or in a position of leadership he didn't get the same respect as the white men so i think to a degree um we've faced some of that 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 backlash from from women taking on that feminism uh mindset and then you know some of them took it too far where they're just like no forget all men y'all can't you're not qualified to lead me just cuz you're a man you know what i'm
0: saying yeah i uh I think, too, what comes with that as well, as far as the um, feminist movement, I don't um, necessarily want to bash anything because a lot of great things have came out of it. But one thing I do have to say is um, the the part that black women played in the feminist movement, as far as carrying that movement on their back and actually making voices heard, and then white women kind of jumping off the rails of that. And leaving black women behind so even as far as um where they sit in in certain levels of society uh black women aren't afforded the same things that they were fighting for that white women were able to get out of the movement um so i would I, that's one thing i did want to highlight from that and because as far as you know you know feminism it's great for giving a voice and also having your own identity and not being so much in the shadows or being the backbone as black women have always been for a lot of the things that uh, we part- partake in as far as civil rights movement and speaking up and just social justice work. Um, so I think it's done a, a lot of great things. And like Jamil said, you know, I got you know, aunties and cousins who are, who are women and they deserve a voice equally just as much as me. They deserve the same pay more than me. They is getting paid more than me, uh, but that's not the same across the board. Um, they had to work three times harder than than probably what I did. You know, I had to work two times harder, but they had to work you know three times harder than than the average um, to get into the position they're they're at. So I think it uh, afforded them a lot of benefits, um, that, and stuff that they're still fighting for. So, um, as far as it pertains to the black family, though. Uh, I think it's it's great that women are starting to kind of come into their own and they're starting to have a voice. But also too, I I think that we need to continue to uplift black women's voices because um, their voices kind of get left behind a lot of times too. So that's how I feel about it.
3: Yeah, you know, honestly what I think, especially like the feminist movement, I think the feminist movement is one of the biggest roles in destroying the black family, right? Gloria Steinem was a CIA agent. Her magazine was funded by the CIA. <laughs> you know I'm what I'm saying? Mind, and, yeah. and and again, right, you know, the, the white woman that had, like, you know, the fist up, you know what I'm saying, in the picture, she was a CIA agent. A lot of people don't know that. But um, kind of like Jamil said, Um, I'm trying to think what was the point. Just had it in my mind. Yeah, I guess, like, not only, like, the criticism, but, like, oh, yeah, white woman, dug it. what that really was, like, the feminist movement, to re- really be honest, that was a war between white women and white men you know what i'm saying fighting the system of patriarchy because black men today don't really control whether you get a job or not you know what i'm saying like this the system of patriarchy we get affected by it too we don't control it (laughs) black men never had you know so i feel like it created this huge divide right and they kind of got black women on board because like you know black Black people are just strong people, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, anything we want done, we're going to find a way to do it. So they use Black women to really push this movement, you know what I'm saying, and kind of put some things in their heads about Black men, but we don't control this system of patriarchy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, they made it more empowering to go, like, work long hours for a white man and have this white leadership than to do something for your family, In, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So I think feminism has been one of the biggest destroyers in the Black community, feminist movement.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't want to uh, combat your point or anything, but I do want to bring up, and Remy and Ariel, y'all can speak to this as well. Even though that black men, we don't, essentially, we don't control it, but we sometimes benefit from it, though. Um, I know that that's what I've heard from the other side. Now, that's not me, you know, but that's what I've heard and from the other side, and I want to make sure that that is being heard as well. Like, even though we didn't create it, we benefit from it uh, sometimes. So.
3: I don't- Black women out-educate and out-earn their mate. They're the only woman in America to do that, right? And not not, not anything that's against black women, because, you know, black women are excellent, you know what I'm saying, brilliant, all that. But do we not think that was by design? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. The only woman that out-earned their man in America is black women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: so. that's true. It makes sense to a uh, way of the system, another way the system can't oppress the black man, which brings up a point that I made earlier when I said I feel like the Black men have it the hardest. Um, Yeah, it is set up that way. Um, Another way, a sense of welfare. Okay, a lot of people not uh, as accepting food stamps, okay, you don't want food stamps, so you don't, because you know if you get food stamps, you have to be like a single parent. Okay, you don't want that, how about this, I'll pay you more then you pay i'll pay you more then you start looking at the guy that you're with and you're just like mm. not everybody but like pretty much like you guys are saying when you feel like some women can't accept the man as the leader in the household and stuff like that okay that i start to think if that's if they're like that and i'm saying it's because of pride what boosts somebody's pride what did you say money money because most women earn more than their significant other if they are african-american not all the times but most of the time and when that happens the ego boost like we like you said earlier if your faith isn't strong you get a little ego boost you start acting different you start treating people different you start being disrespectful you start not looking at your man as the the head of the household because that's what the man is whether he's earning more or less than you he is that he's supposed to be the head of the household but if she's making more she might feel like you know what i'm the head of the household. i'll run the- i'm the captain of this ship but it's, it's not supposed to be that way but. <laughs> It is, and I guess I could see why you say, oh, it's kind of bad for the family when you put it that way, but, like, in me and Remy's eyes, it could be a positive thing. If, like Jamil said, if the faith is correct. Mm. I think that's I a great
3: that. I mean, I guess even, too, like, even on that point, like, I don't know. I mean, I know, like, you know, where we went through 400 years of slavery and conditioning, you know what I'm saying? We got a lot to work on, but, like, even how black women were viewed in like black societies or African societies, man, we, you know I me mean? Queens was raised out of Africa, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, and not to say that like all women were put on that pedestal. Cause there's, there's problems everywhere, but I feel like, I don't know, like if we really go back to our culture, right. If we really go back to our origins, the woman was always put on the high pedestal. It was only until we came to America to where like women and after like colonialism on the continent too, cause they went through it too, but, it was only then where it's like women are just down. You know what I'm saying? Cause it was always man and woman side by side. You feel me? So right. yeah, I get yeah. So I guess like I don't know. Even even things like that. It's like I mean we kind of if we get back to what we were doing. That's kind of how it already was. You know what I'm saying? Like women's rights and stuff. Like we always valued the woman. You feel me? It was not only until we came to this place. Now it's like women are on the bottom, and we realize that that's how men in their society treat the woman. You feel me? Backs, yeah, backs.
2: and I feel like, yeah, like, to that point, I think that, yeah, in Africa and before, you know, Black people came to this country, like, if there definitely was more equality, like, she was the queen, she's helping with things, she's not just, you know, the house mother, like, she was helping and, and educated, like, um, my mother is um, an immigrant from Sierra Leone, and she's a doctor and like my grandmother, she was a nurse. Like I have long history of, um, you know, my African side, like the women being very educated, the men, you know, helping them be educated, the equality type of a thing, Um, you know? And so I, and I feel like in America, like the so-called tradition, the patriarchy for white people was the woman kind of, being in the house and having less freedom, less roles, and that just kind of stemmed from their cu- culture, not really ours. And so I understand that, yeah, fighting patriarchy was more so fighting that system, and that's not something that we have really uh, been about. It's something that kind of already like was in this country, like that we, we didn't really, we didn't have that same, um, we heart. were not raised on that, so
3: yeah it's definitely something i agree with 100.
4: jamil you got anything to add um no not not on that point okay i guess we we
3: have like one last question i remember you asked this question and you wanted to know um why don't young men encourage their parents to move out of their neighborhoods right i think we Built on that so they want to deal with that question
0: yeah so um i think my situation not not necessarily unique but my situation uh i mean i i I had a single mother she had four boys um so kind of raising all of us uh being in the hood is kind of the only uh only area we had to choose from and uh, essentially, I never brought anything up from you know leaving the hood because I already see my mom going through so much. How could I ask for even more? So the only way that I can deal with that is to adapt to um, my environment. So even though I might not want to go to sleep listening to gunshots or being able to pick out when a drive-by is going to happen or anything like that, I have to deal with it at least for now. Um, when I was younger, luckily you know we we were able to get up out of that situation, but when i was younger i couldn't say anything so i never brought it up to my mom even if i did the most i could do is probably go back to Duluth but i knew if i went back to Minnesota i was destined to you know be in a gang or something or you know follow the path of uh other family members that were doing whatever so i was like you know i can't i can't ask for nothing extra but then i got an opportunity to go to a high school in a nice neighborhood um And I got in through like a lottery little thing. It was a charter school. Um, And it was my decision, even though that I didn't stay specifically in um, an area, I stayed almost 45 minutes away. I decided to still go to that high school because I knew it was an opportunity for me. So I'll wake up and our public transportation here is called MARTA. And I'll wake up, you know, 5, 4 AM to get on the train for an hour to two hours. Um, just to go to high school so I think that was an opportunity for for my mom she was in a certain situation but I could kind of adapt to it and got the opportunity to get something out of that situation and to kind of do better so I think that's probably that's at least my reason why I never brought it up as far as leaving the hood or bringing it up to my mom Jamil or Yada if
4: y'all want to go definitely um I think part of part of that you know wanting to hold on to it is is kind of like a kind of like a little delusional kind of state you know you think you have to stay in those sort of situations and um to a degree it depends on how you do it you know like there are things you could do to help build up the places in which you live, but if that's not necessarily if your goal is to perpetuate what goes on in there that's a problem, but if you're trying to stay there, remain in the community and build it up, that's what would be beneficial. Um man, I, I had situations where I just came home, you know what I'm saying? And in broad daylight, you know, guns pointed in my direction. It's like, is that, is that what you want to continue to, you know, experience or have other younger children experience that sort of thing? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you just got to ask yourself critical questions and what are you, what are you working on? What are you doing? And what do you want to see in your community?
3: Yeah, for sure. Like, on that point, too, like, that's a good point. It's, like, why? Like, what is your intentions on staying there? You Do you want to keep doing the negative things we're talking about? Or, like, you know, did, do you want to, you know, an miss, Louis Farrakhan call for 10,000 fearless? Are you trying to be one of them 10,000 fearless? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think it definitely comes down to that. And kind of like what Sam Leak said, it's, like, if, if that's what it's got to be, you know, like, maybe – maybe there's not an opportunity to go somewhere else at that point. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you don't make enough money to live in this certain community. So this is just what you got to work with, you know? so
0: Yeah. And I would say that's Uh, that's a, that's definitely a complex uh, way of thinking that your, your cousin, you said,
1: Uh, my nephew and i only i only said that because i've noticed that they have like lower income housing in different areas like the neighborhood could be really really nice and they actually have like affordable housing over there that's something that i just learned um at this age so it's just like you know hearing my nephew just telling me that oh you know he feels like he could act a certain way when he's at my house versus how he is when he's around his house. It kind of made me a little sad because I don't want him to feel like he's tempted to have to join a game when he's a teenager. He's only six right now. In 10 years, I don't want him to feel like he has to do this because he lives in this neighborhood. Yeah. At one point, because I've like tried to suggest my sister kind of like move closer to where I'm at. And she's more so focused on like, Oh where would they like them change at school, so it's just like, I wonder if they told her like, "Oh, I want to live somewhere else, like wish how would she do it, and like would the young boys have the courage to say that to their mother or father,
0: yeah, and I think you're you know you got a complex way of thinking because and I'm gonna go back to what Jamil said last week, um if you don't know that you have options, you know you know, then what's, you know, if that's all you know, like, luckily he got to see he's seeing one side and the other. But if all you know is the the rough neighborhood, and all your friends only know the rough neighborhood, then how do you know that there's another side? And I think that's us, um, you know, as now that we're a little bit older going back and extend that hand and showing people that there there is another side. And also giving back to the community is another way you can do that and providing resources for the people, for kids like that to see that there is another side um, and kind of encouraging them. And sadly, you know, when you're six or you're, you're 10 or, you know, whatever, if you're still under your mom's roof and you're not providing any extra income or anything like that, if that's the only situation the mother can be in. Or that she still sees that it's fit for them for the kids to be in that, then nothing nothing's really going to change. Unfortunately, that's how I, that's how I see it sometimes. Because a lot of times it's especially in black families, you know, kids need to stay in a kid's place, even if they're not necessarily safe or they don't feel safe. So, yeah, that's that on that.
3: Sure. All right, that was our last question. Anybody got any points or questions they want to bring up, or any any, any last points?
4: Nah. Yeah, I want to. I want. Okay. I wanted to say, um, always keep a critical mind, no matter what it is. It could be your faith, another person's faith. Don't be afraid to ask tough questions or to have tough dialogue. And um, yeah, keep a critical mind, critical ear, and um, go about life in that manner.
3: For sure. Be a, be an envelope pusher.
0: Yeah, the envelope pusher for sure. And I, I just wanted to thank uh Remy and Ariel again for being on here. We really appreciate it uh, y'all coming on thank here you. and at least uh appreciate having it. a conversation with us. So we know this was a, a long one, um, but I like to at least I, I'm happy that we at least had that dialogue to get different perspectives and show that we can have safe spaces for both sides to you know come and talk about our differences things that we think we need to work on things we think the other side needs to work on, um, and and not kind of point the finger and play tit for tat. So I appreciate y'all coming on here and and talking with us. And I hope that wasn't too stressful for y'all or anything like that. And y'all felt good. Cool. Yeah. Cause we definitely didn't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys were good. You guys didn't have to be nervous at all. This was a great podcast. and, And appreciate you again too, Jamil for, for coming back on here and talking with us. Definitely. Uh, love your input and in, in coming on here and having conversations with us um so i want to thank all y'all for being on here and, 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 and talking you. it up and chatting Thanks up for,
1: for having us
0: yeah yeah and, and chatting <laughs> it up with us because people need to see this people need to see that you know conversations are being had uh at least between both of us instead of all the fighting that we see on social media you know everybody got their phone in their hand 24 7 so this is good
1: Right, sure. right yeah for sure Thank you, thank you for having us. Um, my last words is judge people based on their hearts and not their appearance.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna say that, you know, these conversations are definitely necessary and like the fact that we're having them um, is important and it's a great thing. So I appreciate y'all for even having this space, creating this space in the first place because it's so necessary. Yeah, so bars, Stay yeah. bars. <laughs>
3: 100, yes. I appreciate
4: y'all having me, man. I appreciate it for the second time. Yes. Appreciate you all time and hosting.
3: For sure, man. Appreciate you. All right, Sam, you want to close it out?
0: Yeah, man. It's been the Envelope Pushers with Sam, man. Yada. And keep on pushing that envelope. Uh, peace. Peace. Peace.